Morning prayer, the order for Easter tide can be found uh, or is located in the link provided in the chat bar. He is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Christ is risen from the dead and become the first fruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 103 on page 466. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, O my soul and forget, forget not all his benefits. Who forgiveth all thy sin, and healeth all thine infirmities. Who saveth thy life from destruction, and crowneth thee with mercy and loving kindness. Who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, making thee young and lusty as an eagle. The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all them that are oppressed with wrong. He showed his ways unto Moses, his works unto the children of Israel. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy, long-suffering and of great goodness. He will not always be chiding, neither keepeth he his anger forever. He hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our wickednesses. For look how high the heaven is in comparison of the earth so great is his mercy also toward them that fear him. Look how wide also the east is from the west. So far hath he set our sins from us. Yea, like as a father pitieth his own children, even so is the Lord merciful unto them that fear him. For he knoweth whereof we are made. He remembereth that we are but dust. The days of man are but as grass, for he flourisheth as a flower of the field. 
for as soon as the wind goeth over it, it is gone, and the place thereof shall know it no more. But the merciful goodness of the Lord endureth for ever and ever upon them that fear him, and his righteousness upon children's children. Even upon such as keep his covenant, and think upon his commandments to do them. The Lord hath prepared his seat in heaven, and his kingdom ruleth over all. O praise the Lord, ye angels of his, ye that excel in strength, ye that fulfill his commandment, and hearken unto the voice of his word. O praise the Lord, all ye his hosts, ye servants of his that do his pleasure. O speak good of the Lord, all ye works of his. In all places of his dominion, praise thou the Lord, O my soul. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 43rd chapter of the book of Isaiah. But now thus says the Lord, who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, fear not for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flames scorch you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I gave Egypt for your ransom, Ethiopia and Seba in your place. Since you were precious in my sight, you have been honored, and I have loved you. Therefore I will give men for you, and people for your life. Fear not, for I am with you. I will bring your descendants from the east, and gather you from the west. I will say to the north, Give them up and to the south, do not keep them back. Bring my sons from afar, and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, I have formed him, yes, I have made him. Bring out the blind people who have eyes, and the deaf who have ears. Let all the nations be gathered together, and let the people be assembled, <clears throat> who among them can declare this, and show us former things. Let them bring out their witnesses, that they may be justified, or let them hear and say, It is truth. You are my witnesses, says the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me, and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, nor shall there be after me. I, even I, am the Lord, and besides me there is no Savior. I have declared and saved, I have proclaimed, and there was no foreign God among you. Therefore you are my witnesses, says the Lord, that I am God. Here endeth the first lesson. Together, Cantemus Domino on page six of the Easter Tide booklet. 
I will sing unto the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea. The Lord has strength in my soul. And he has become my salvation. Somebody needs to mute themselves. We'll start again. I will sing unto the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will prepare him in habitation. My father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a man of war, the Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his host hath he cast into the sea. His chosen captains also are drowned in the Red Sea. The depths have covered them. They sank into the bottom like a stone. Thy right hand, O Lord, has become glorious in power. Thy right hand, O Lord, hath dashed in pieces the enemy. Who is like thee, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like thee, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? Thou didst stretch out thy right hand, the earth swallowed them. Thou in thy mercy hast led forth the people, and thou hast redeemed. Thou hast guided them in thy strength to thy holy habitation. Thou shalt bring them in and plant them in the mountain of thine inheritance, in the place, O Lord, which thou hast made for thee to dwell in, in the sanctuary, O Lord, which thy hands have established. The Lord shall reign for ever and ever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 36th verse of the 24th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. Now as they said these things, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and said to them, Peace to you. But they were terrified and frightened, and supposed they had seen a spirit. And he said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do doubts arise in your hearts? Behold my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Handle me, and see, for a spirit does not have flesh and bones, as you see I have. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet, but while they still did not believe for joy and marveled, he said to them, Have you any food here? So they gave him a piece of boiled fish and some honeycomb, and he took it and ate in their presence. Then he said to them, These are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and the prophets, and the Psalms concerning me. And he opened their understanding, that they might comprehend the Scriptures. Then he said to them, Thus it is written, and thus it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem and you are witnesses of these things. Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Here endeth the second lesson. Amen. 
together Dignus asks from the booklet. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Thou art worthy, O Lamb that was slain, and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood, out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and hast made us kings and priests unto our God. Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb for ever and ever. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified dead and buried, he descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead, he ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty Father, who has given thine only Son to die for our sins and to rise again for our justification, grant us so to put away the leaven of malice and wickedness, that we may always serve thee in pureness of living and truth, through the merits of the same thy Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth the eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom. Defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who hast safely brought us the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. Uh, on the first Sunday after this, we talk about at morning prayer, um, our morning prayer lessons are, are sort of meant to prepare us for the Eucharist and, and the lessons that are in um, in 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 that liturgy and and the gospel for today is jesus appearing uh in the upper room to the disciples and showing him his hands and his side 
at, at St. Matthew's, we actually extend that out to include the appearance to Thomas. It, it's curious that the prayer book doesn't have that appearance to Thomas in it, in the actual prayer book lesson because Thomas, Jesus appears, you know, on the eighth day today to the 12 with Thomas. And so, so it, it fits the narrative to have Thomas included in that, in that lesson. And so our, um, morning prayer is, is Luke's equivalent, the appearance to the apostles in the upper room, which has slightly different, uh, points of emphasis. But first, uh, the, the, the theme from Isaiah and, and the, well, the point from Jesus showing his hands and his side is sort of the, this, it sets the table with this idea of witnesses that Isaiah and Luke both pick up on. Um, and Jesus is, is bearing witness. He shows him his hands and his side and shows them, okay, I, I was dead and now I'm alive. That's essentially the, the, the narrative. And, Isaiah 43 um, talks about God's deliverance of Israel, Israel, and, and what we understand from the New Testament is that Jesus uh, fulfills the story of Israel, that the whole um, history of Israel is summed up in his person, and the narrative of Israel, that Israel as a nation did not fulfill through covenant unfaithfulness, Jesus does fulfill. So in Isaiah 43, God promises Israel deliverance from flood and fire. And these, of course, are metaphorical um, ways of, of talking about the trials of life. The Psalms will talk about the waters overwhelming me. It comes up even to my neck, but God delivers us out of the overwhelming waters. Always has that kind of exodus modality in the background. The waters would overwhelm uh they would have overwhelmed the Israelites, would overwhelm us, except for God uh, makes a way through the waters. And then, then the fire, uh, delivers from fire, uh, probably the preeminent uh, biblical emphasis there are, are Daniel's friends who are thrown in the burning fiery furnace, but uh, the king sees one like the Son of God with them in the fire, and, and so he delivers them. So God will deliver Israel from flood and fire, and then this is connected with the return from exile theme. I'll, I'll gather people from east and west. Although in Isaiah here, it doesn't seem just to be um, the return from exile of, of Babylon, um, which is typically um, in the Bible talked about from the north, which is strange because Babylon is, of course, to the east of Israel. But you go into exile to the north because you had to go up around and down. So even though uh, the north, you're going to come back from the north, uh, that's just because that's how you had to travel to get there. But in Isaiah, he says east, west, and everywhere. So there's universal application in this Isaiah lesson that hints at something. Isaiah hints at a lot, especially in the servant songs, that the gospel is going to be for everyone, the Gentiles. And so all who believe in his name will, will, will come and be gathered. And that's kind of the, the, the motif. And um, then, then the gospel shows Jesus is the one who fulfills this narrative because he's been through fire and, and flood, that the death, which is the epitome of what these things represent is, they're gonna overwhelm me again. I'm going to die by these overwhelming plagues. And what are we gonna do? Well. So Christ provides a way through that, and that's 
the the um, a theme that's picked up in Luke's transfiguration and that Peter picks up at the beginning of First Peter is that Jesus' death is an exodus. That is, he he has for us entered into the condition of death, descended into hell in the creeds, where every humanity has always was stuck, overwhelmed by the flood, but now he has, by the power of God, come back from death, risen, and he is there are the witnesses now that he is he has conquered death. <clears throat> and so in, in both Isaiah and in Luke, they say, uh, the, the texts say that you, you know, Isaiah says, "You are my witnesses," and um, and Jesus says that he, he says in Luke that there'll be witnesses throughout uh, the, the whole world. This Luke and twenty four narrative is picked up in Acts chapter one, which is also written by Luke, um, and so they're witnesses. And and I think the thing to remember about the witnesses. Sometimes in um, the proclamation of the gospel in our time, the idea of the witness has been the verbal message. I'm going to tell you about Jesus. And that certainly is an essential part of, of the witness. But the witness is also the way our own life's stories conform to his life story. So that in our life, as we experience the presence of Christ in our various trials, and our faith is tried and tested and purified, and we hold on to that faith, and we experience God's redeeming power in the various um, narratives of our suffering, so that we, as we go on in life, can can bear witness. A lot of our testimonies, when we bear witness to Christ, um, you know, I, I know that in in, for example, our classes where we tell stories, um, you know, the stories are all about what we've been through, what we've uh, suffered, but also how Christ has come into our stories and given us the strength and the power and the new narrative horizon to understand how God has used these things for his own good. And as we, in showing the scars of our own lives, proclaim Jesus as Lord, we are witnesses in the same way that Jesus was a witness to the, to the apostles. And in fact, I think it's a problem in our time when um, we don't we lack that witness of life. And this is this is one of the weaknesses of the church's message when we're just telling everyone about Jesus. But the minute we hit a little bit of you know struggle or trial or or uh, or as it is now when we don't like you know uh, when the culture begins to revert to its to its worldly ways, um, pe people lose their sense of Christians sometimes lose their sense of of we are rooted in Christ and whether the world falls apart or not <clears throat> we live in him and we're witnesses of him uh, and we have to be, remember that, that that's our narrative and that's how we bear witness to the world both by telling the world that Christ, Jesus is Lord and he is risen but also by showing the world by the lives we're living that we hold on to Jesus in, in all things and that we handle um, misfortune trial differently than the world, because we, we believe in a God who raises the dead, and in fact, in whom we have been raised from the dead, buried with him in baptism and raised with him through faith. So, a few thoughts about this morning's lessons and feasts. We will conclude morning prayer on Sunday uh, with the prayer of St. Chrysostom on page 20. Let us pray. 
Almighty God has given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications unto thee, and thus promise that when two or three are gathered together in thy name, thou wilt grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, the desires and petitions of thy servants, as may be most expedient for them, granting us in this world knowledge of thy truth, and in the world to come life everlasting. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost with us all evermore. Amen. Good to be with you all for morning prayer this morning. Happy first Sunday after Easter. Have a blessed day. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. It's wonderful. Good to see you this morning.